This is Ansel Doing It podcast. We're two queer Latinx besties navigating academia and trying to stay sane in the process. Each week, we talk about identity, relationships, astrology, and mental health. Join us as we figure out how to stay on top of our lives, our horoscopes, and our own self-work in these borderlands. Hi, friend. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Here we go again. <laughs> it's only been eight days. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Already. I, mean, <laughs> I thought the first five days I was like, New Year, new me, new bitch. Really? And it is still a New Year, new me, but same bullshit. <laughs> still trying i think still trying is the, is the um original tagline for this year still trying still trying <laughs> how are you doing i'm good you know um just trying to get through <laughs> this first leg of the year january always feels like a year's worth of stuff um i remember that's how it felt last year but yeah usually january's uh feels like it drags on for a little bit and it's been uh pretty pretty uh chaotic already not on, on in terms of my life but in terms of the world yeah, um, the, the country's life the country's life and, and what's happening in the world uh my life is pretty boring um, Is it? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm good. I'm healthy. Um, I am trying to work and focus. That seems to be difficult at this time. Um, mm-hmm. So I myself am doing good. Um, I really, you know, I think in December, before Christmas, maybe after Thanksgiving, really started going deep on the self-care and mm. doing a, I've been journaling every day since November 23rd wow um, and yeah. that's been awesome and then around that same time I started up waking up early and really chanting an hour to two hours every day mm. um, exercise hasn't been as consistent but it's but it's been there um mm-hmm. not every day um <laughs> and i'm going to therapy so i say all that to say that i feel g- like internally i'm fine because i am doing a lot of taking right. care of it's myself like because of all of that yeah because of all of that <laughs> all my medicine right <laughs> like because of all my medicine i'm taking my supplements i'm eating three meals a day i'm getting sleep <laughs> for the most part you know um your little uh apple cider vinegar gummies gummies my goalie of gummies that tabitha got me on if you don't follow Tab- i am what is her name on instagram tabitha brown vegan tabitha B- no, but her instagram handle tabitha brown um yeah it's just her name follow her um, like so like that and <laughs> <laughs> anyway all that to say that my life is boring it's filled with self-care yes. um but it's good and I feel you know there's such a different feeling from when all the chaos happened last year um mm-hmm. but but you know there's 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 we're going to talk about it later so i'm not trying oh, to yeah, talk absolutely. about that too much yeah. but but here i'm <laughs> i'm fine i'm i'm okay you know nothing much has changed in terms of my day to day um and yeah how about you very much the same um some of the things i've been doing for self care have been done with anxiety so i don't know if they're helping, but they also, I need to be more motivated from a place of like wanting to do it versus like just being so anxious. It's, it's complicated. Um, (laughs) but basically I've been okay. 
Um, I was just, we've been talking about this, so it's not like a mystery to you, but for anybody listening, I am in the very deep trenches of the dissertation. Um, like I'm basically like getting it ready to go to my committee, which is a time, they don't tell you about this part at all. Like, I don't it's think I heard. all really a mystery till you get there. It really is. I mean, they tell you that, you know, you'll be toiling hard at your desk for months on end on this thing. That part is very real. But I think the part they don't tell you is what you and I were just talking about, like earlier today or yesterday is this shit is really hard to face. And I've been facing it. And even though I'm not in a bad place as far as like my work, I still have a lot of work ahead of me. So I've been trying to do the work, but still make space for joy and fun. And video games have been a lifesaver since December. Um, my partner got me this new Zelda video game that I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I was really excited about it. Um, I, per- I almost purchased it like three times and he kept telling me like, you shouldn't buy it. It might go on sale. But what he was really saying is, bitch, it's wrapped under the tree. <laughs> please stop right you know, if you know me like I just buy shit for myself all the time I don't wait for people to get it for me um but yeah it's I'm, been really I'm nice. the same way yeah. it's a <laughs> it really is because it makes people giving you shit really hard I mean it makes it hard for them not for me um yeah <laughs> but <laughs> yeah I've been doing good I, I I will say like exercise has been a struggle I think I spent December really sedentary and that's fine that's what my body wanted to do Um, I mean how can you not that's how I spent most of December (laughs) December is a doozy dude yeah I didn't do shit as far as my body um but I think I started the year with kind of a really realization and and had a lot to do with like this Jupiter Saturn conjunction that happened a lot of us felt it that Aquarius (laughs) age whatever you call it Age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius, Saturn Jupiter conjunction. Um, it kind of felt like a weight lifted for me at least. And I'm familiar with like my chart enough to know that it did have an effect on my chart. Um, I feel I went through my Saturn return. I finished it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I'm done with my Saturn return. I can't believe it. <laughs> Congratulations. You've made Thank it a lot. You. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a grown up now. For real. And huh, that explains a lot of what I'm going through at the moment. I feel yeah. like an actual grown up for yes. once in my life. We passed but the yeah. Saturn test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is really hard. It's a really hard test. So I'm doing okay. I think my check in is more, uh, you know, some of the intentions I set for this year are to be better with money. And I know we'll talk about money in another episode. I think that's a conversation that. Can be that's a consensus yeah, yeah. <laughs> but honestly it's been really nice to think about how lucky I am to be able to work from home and have shelter and food in the fridge I've just been feeling very like gratitude has been really um consistent since December I felt very grateful for what I have and grateful to not have to go to work on campus um I think I was built for remote work I I think this is this is it for me (laughs) (laughs) never going back (laughs) nope I'm never climbing that fucking hill to campus I I don't think I will ever have to but yeah it's it's nice to go back into my introvert roots friend I'm such an introvert that I forgot because I had to be an extrovert for work Mm -hmm. so I'm really glad that um I'm back on my super introverted Bullshit. <laughs> so should we move into yeah let's <laughs> yeah let's yeah let's let's do it i mean you know here we were getting into the new year thinking we'd have some time to set intentions to like 
do our vision boards and shit and fresh from the vision board workshop fresh fresh <laughs> from the vision board work i did make my vision board but you know um <laughs> shortly after yes um honestly <clears throat> what happened on january 6th was the thing that i have been most afraid of happening i think since like march or probably since like 2016 um yeah that's real that's very real and i feel and i can't imagine right like how how other folks feel how black people feel um but i myself feel gaslit as fuck in terms of people at twitter barely shutting down homeboy's account when jojo said it's too little too late she was talking about this yeah (laughs) yes yes um yes like the betsy betsy resigned resigned from the cabinet bitch it's too late like a cockroach scurrying under the raid i I you have been tainted you you tainted a lot you know um and for what like at this point what what does this accomplish yeah i don't know but there was that's a rhetorical question no no i know (laughs) so tell us what happened on for anybody who was sleeping through the last few days you know, a lot of people I know were just in meetings and then were told by somebody else to turn on the TV. I know you were one of those people, right? Like I was, I, w- I did had no idea what was happening because I'll tell you why. Actually, I didn't <laughs> even say what my intentions were, but one of them is getting my money right, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I was on this, you need a budget app, which we will talk about later or an, an, in obsession. another episode. But I wasn't checking my phone. I wasn't looking at like... I was on this Excel sheet and that's all I was looking at and calculating all my shit and budgeting all my shit. So I had no idea what was going on. I was watching all the tutorials. I was like, you were in it. I was in it. (laughs) And then finally, when I look at my phone, everybody, I have like hella messages of like, are you all watching what's happening in DC? Like I'm hella scared. Like multiple group messages like people from work like my friends like mm-hmm. so anyway i'll give you the cliff's notes because i'm sure everybody listening knows what happened by now, now. yeah <laughs> um there was a white supremacist temper tantrum that happened at the capitol um i know days prior to january 6th right um there were a lot of proud boys arriving in DC and I I follow a couple folks who live in DC and we're starting to like talk about it like oh there's a lot of white like notice them absolutely yeah um and you know they were congregating around the area around the White House so it, it, it wasn't like the crowd that we saw on January 6th but there was definitely uh, you know people building and um they turned into a violent mob of white crime it was white on white crime on on January six. It was the clan against the clan, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> white supremacist I mean, mob. Yeah, they broke windows. They stormed was, the Capitol. Mm-hmm. They found their way into Nancy Pelosi's office. They found their way into chambers. Um, they were armed. Not all of them were, but a good number of them were armed. And it looked like the Capitol police were grossly unprepared and is that a coincidence i mean i don't know right yeah it sounds like they um welcomed them in i mean they knew i mean i saw a picture today of there's a motherfucker wearing a t-shirt that said that was there that said civil war january yeah. 6 2021 right so like they were planned they yes. knew they we made know, t-shirts we know the U.S. doesn't play with their military fund and the police, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. are all about boots on the ground. And so, mm-hmm. you know, well, I saw this meme of like, it was like the a picture of the this white supremacist motherfucker who went into the chambers and was sitting where 
I don't know, Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi would sit like he was up there, like taking mm-hmm. selfies of himself. And and the line read $934 million or billion of dollars in military funds. And like, this is what happened, right? Like yeah. it was definitely orchestrated. It was, I mean, it, it was an attempted coup, right? It was an attempt to overthrow um, literally the ratification of the electoral or the certification of the electoral college mm-hmm. and president trump knew about it and him and giuliani fucking set it off earlier in the day basically being like it will be a uh, what did he call it basically invoking yeah invoking violence right which is what he has done this whole time he said um, love you go home right is that what he said Later, when he sent a video, he did not do a news conference. He was not live. He sent a pre-recorded video that was like, they still robbed the election, but please go home. Mm-hmm. And that was basically it. Yep. I mean, if that's not inciting crime, I don't know what is, but. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just like, this is white supremacy, right? The fact that. Yeah that not only was it a attempt and i'm sure 45 trump is bitch ass was in on it right and and mm. invoked it because the only thing he cares about is him damn his damn self yeah. and had these people go to try to break up the certification i don't know what he thought mm-hmm. i don't know and and then to Like, yeah, like the, and I I love actually, you know, what Lacey wrote about this. Um, I think you had reshared it. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw a few people resharing what Lacey. um, Dr. Abrego. (laughs) Dr. Lacey Abrego wrote. um, (laughs) um, About how, like, I don't remember what quite what she said but something about Mm. like it was interesting to see all these white supremacists go in there and show us that it's all like a show and that Mm. I don't know if you can yeah I have it she was responding to a Getty Images news tweet that was essentially about a protester that was hanging from balcony I mean there were some wild pictures being shared I mean the images themselves could be a dissertation. Um, But Lacey said, there's something kind of satisfying about the way they showed the world that these spaces mean nothing. The way they took selfies, moved things around, walked all over the walls, like this gentleman here. (laughs) Uh, By protecting white supremacists, the US settler democracy revealed itself to be just a show. And she is definitely right in calling out the theatrics of it, right? Like the I don't know the thinness of it like the artifice of it yeah it's yeah yeah. especially when you have a country the U.S. right Mm -hmm. going to every other country and quote-unquote fighting for democracy and Mm -hmm. overthrowing Mm -hmm. their governments and Mm -hmm. like these are and we this is what we were talking about too right like this these are scenes that you see in other countries in developing countries in Central America Mm -hmm. um all over the world really right like um as a labeled as a fight for democracy when it's really just trying to like conquer mm-hmm. or you know um take over own control whatever you serve right. uh, <laughs> like new governments for yeah yeah and so it's like yep look it happened here um <laughs> the senora <laughs> my next door neighbor senora was like kind of laughing about it she's from el salvador and she was just like <laughs> Eso no debe de pasar aquí, like, right. you know, eso es lo que pasa en mi país, and, or something like that. Aquí es bien rígido, pero she was, like, laughing about it. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, because everybody, there's this, like, image, right, of, of the mm-hmm. U.S., and, and that's what, I think that's all the, what all the white liberals and even white conservatives who are not part of the white supremacists are kind of, like, 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, they're gonna, you know, like our our uh, people clutching their pearls about what happened. Not only clutching their pearls, but like, oh my God, the rest of the world is gonna find out that like, you know. <laughs> Oh what are people going to say about us? As if the last four years weren't an example to the rest of the world that we are fucking just... We ain't shit. We're in flames, <laughs> y'all. Like, <laughs> I saw a TikTok uh, um, of this German-American stud- studies graduate student and everybody was giving her shit because she was like, oh, you know, somebody asked her how other countries saw the U.S., right, on the news right now. And she basically said, oh, you guys think you are the beacon of democracy but the rest of the world sees you as a joke and most of the comments were like girl we know we're nothing like the beacon of the like we know it's really bad like we're embarrassed we're ashamed what the fuck yeah this (laughs) hasn't been for (laughs) i also a long time yeah like i also have self-awareness about the white supremacist neoliberal place i'm in um it's it's you know it's not fine it's like the meme with the flames right this is not fine um and a lot it's of it's not fine hard, it's ra- it's fucking rooted in racism it's yes. you saw white supremacy on i was gonna say yesterday but it was two days ago now um mm-hmm. complete total white supremacy that we see every day that was just in a more more overt mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm showing of it and and I was watching CNN and I know you were I think watching CNN or or switching between things but at some point I saw that guy Wolf that anchor Wolf on uh, Twitter yeah yeah him he was talking that day and I could sense like the fear in his boots kind of like how he was like he was like It's funny seeing these, it's funny seeing the other whites, you know, um, Mm -hmm. processing this, but um, (laughs) he was was like, don't they see that there's surveillance cameras, they're going to get caught and they're going to be arrested and they're going to go to jail and they're dumb or something like that. Like they're going to go to jail and they're not thinking about that because they're going to go to jail. And I'm like, wow, you really believe in this system, right? Because they're going to be fine. (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna be fine. They're white. They want to go to jail, actually. <laughs> and they're gonna go to jail, and they're gonna come right back out, and they're gonna be fine, and they're gonna get jobs, and they're gonna, you know, it's not gonna. Just the do... fact that they walked out alive from that, like, yeah, they weren't shot in the back seven times. Nobody was dropped. Nobody was choked. Nobody was kicked in the neck. Nobody was dragged. Nobody was. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's. I saw that I think I posted this other kind of meme that was or I think I posted it on Facebook like what an interesting way to find out that cops know how to like serve and protect or some shit like that or know how to not you know enact violence well when your skin tone is a certain shade yeah that's that's how they Mm -hmm. behave I mean honestly I think it's also like I did want to speak on so I was watching CNN that day because my my partner and I were keeping up with the Georgia runoff results, which got oh, overshadowed. So overshadowed. I fucking I was so happy. And then. <laughs> I mean, that's why they did it. Right. Because they were setting up for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was part of it. It was the certification process was happening the next day. But yeah, like we can't let Georgia have five minutes, dude. Huge win in Georgia. Thanks mm-hmm. to all the black women on the ground. Organizers. Um, mobilizing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's why our TV was already on. And then when this stuff in the Capitol started to develop, it was so interesting because I, I taught that day. I had to teach. I just want to say my heart goes out to all the educators that have to talk about this, not just that day like me, but the days following. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been sharing tons of resources recently about teaching around, um, you know, really violent acts of white supremacy uh, and violence. And it's hard, dude. That day was hard. That day was exhausting. I, I if I could have canceled, I would have, you know, um, but I'm not the professor for this one. So, um, 
you know, we could talk about that later, but I didn't have much power there. And I think um, I instead just made the space a conversation about this because my students were, you know, on the chat, like showing me Twitter links to like what a certain representative was saying. And like, everybody was wondering where Bernie was at and whether he was okay. Bernie? He... Oh. <laughs> no, I was worried. Everybody I saw posts was worried about AOC. Oh yeah, no, that it, there was equal concern. That's what I was concerned about. <laughs> there I was was like, equal don't, concern. don't take her out and um <laughs> the squad. Don't take the squad out. Right. Like Ayana Presley. Protect them. Omar, please. Um my students were really shocked. There were an array of responses. And of course I'm protecting their privacy. I'm not gonna say much of that because it was a safe space to share. Yeah. Um but I I I think I was talking to my partner about teaching that day and I lived through 9-11, you know, so did my partner. And I think so did you like, yeah, as far as a day like that, you know, that really shakes you and makes you just kind of immobile. Um, I believe for Gen Z, at least this was maybe the first type of, there's been several in the last summer even, but like, you know, this was, another one this year where it just felt very strong and very intense and um, knowing how to talk about it is super important, right? Not forcing yourself to swallow the feelings that are coming up when something like this happens, naming it for what it is, right? We talked about the first attempted coup in American soil, which was the Wilmington riot of 1898. by a white mob, right? They, oh, they're, pre- they're grandpas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the legacy. So mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I, I think for me, what really helped that day, not just for teaching, but for myself is to ground events like these in history. Cause yeah. the U S is like very much about repeating the same cycle of violence. And mm-hmm. we're still really dealing with the results of the civil war, the outcome of the civil war. Yeah people's denial of the civil war um confederate flags were there so that only makes me think about that there was also Mm anti-semitism so yeah these really hateful rhetorics are cyclically coming back right anti-blackness white supremacy is good at changing the context changes but the ideology does not right right so I think it's important to think about history and, and other instances where white, uh, white crime has really just been utterly violent, horrible to communities of color. And yeah, the more we talk about how this is very similar to other shit, I think the easier we can understand that this is a problem that's not just a Trump problem, you know? Yeah. Cause it's very easy. I saw a lot of that. I don't know about you, but like I saw a lot of people blaming him and I totally get why. Yeah. But it's, it's deeper than that. Wait. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. Like, yes, he invoked this stuff and he definitely allowed it to happen. Right. And he probably made it happen. Um, but this is not his doing alone, right? right? Let's not give him all that credit, right? right? This is, there's a legacy, there's a, this, I mean, this country was founded on, on killing mm-hmm. black people and indigenous people and mm-hmm. anybody who was not, you know, um, European, European like, wasp, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, and that legacy is still here, right? And I think that's why we've been going through these rumblings and why these last year, why this last year and why these last years have been so hard, right? Especially if we think about it astrologically too, right? Mm-hmm. Like thinking about moving from the age of, I forgot where we were, that's Capricorn. Capricorn that's more about war and, um, fighting and whatever and then moving into Aquarius which is like about brotherhood and community and like Mm -hmm. I mean we go through these microcosms 
interpersonally or like between people and friends and like mm. and so that's this is just a larger macrocosm right this larger shift that has to take place that that has existed I mean you know and we I mean we've talked about this so much like racism is still very alive and happening and Mm-hmm. Fucking the Voting Rights Act didn't stop that. The Civil Rights right. Movement didn't stop that. Uh, have us having a black president didn't stop that. Like you know, yeah. these are th- issues and 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 that still very much exist and that st- still very much drive right the way in which our this country mm-hmm. navigates from day to day right like this is not just homeboys doing he just he just like keep keeps throwing matches in it but but like all of the firewood was there absolutely the flame was burning maybe not as high but he definitely fanned those flames and he tapped into a really ugly part of the american psyche that again hasn't really reckoned with the outcome of that war um and the abolishment of slavery so i mean he's got problems i mean he's a narcissist <laughs> to say the least like there's so he's many a, things he's bigot like <laughs> he also don't give a fuck about those people and that I, that's what i don't understand that they don't under i mean they're also twisted i imagine mm-hmm. but i'm like don't they see that they're just being used like for his mm-hmm. own benefit right like yes and not only them but like other white people i think this is sorry i don't mean to interrupt go ahead ahead. um the last thing i'll say about it is something that i noticed has been happening since um in the last couple days or so is white people basically separating themselves from those white people and let me say dear white people dear fellow white people um because some of them are latinx some of them are Mm -hmm. you know whatever, whatever the fuck. Um, when you say, Oh, that's not me. Or like, I'm not like them. What you're doing is you're basically saying they're not my problem and I'm not Mm going to deal with them, even though they might be my family, more likely they are. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to like younger millennials who, you know, have MAGA parents or MAGA uncles, whatever. Um, then you let, let, leave that labor for like black indigenous and people of color to do. So I guess what I'm what I'm calling in people about is you don't need a platform, right? I saw this and I'll credit it in the show notes is like, you don't need a platform to make change. You literally can talk to your family. That's your platform. You are your own platform. Like you can engage with those white people within your sphere. Um, You don't need 150,000 followers to tell your fucking uncle that he's wrong and that he could go suck a dick. I mean, I love all these kids. I mean, don't edit that out because I think, you know, <laughs> that's real. And I love all these people on TikTok, like all the, yeah. the younger folks on TikTok putting their families on blast. Absolutely. Of, of hella putting them on blast in terms of like what their politics are. And mm-hmm. even like Carrie Ann Conway's daughter, right? Oh, <laughs> love her. I love her. I'm a little worried about her, but I love She her. did one thing right, that lady, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, again, that's why it's important. Like, it's not just like, oh, Trump did this. And once he leaves, everything's going to be fine. No, like this is, mm-hmm. this is shit that exists in every day. It's in our own families. We've also internalized these things, right? Um, yep. I mean, we live in, in this white supremacy. We, we breathe it every day. Right. So Mm -hmm. like we have to undo that. And that's the, and like you're saying, right. Like we don't need a specific platform to do it. We don't need to put people on blast on TikTok, but it's, I mean, it's nice to, to see it. And that's a tactic. Yeah. That's a tactic. It's it's a tactic. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it works sometimes. It does work, right? Shame works. Uh, shame I will move shame works. I don't believe shame works personally, but I do think it's fun to watch. I'll say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I there's a lot of thoughts, and I'm sure as the situation develops, we'll have more. But 
I do want to just really emphasize that, you know, our work should really be focused on our immediate networks. If we have more influence, sure. But it's really, I, I thought a lot about like the people. Yes, we were home watching people be wild on the screen, but how many people were watching that in approval, right? Yeah. How many people support silently how many people voted for him and maybe didn't show yeah. up in dc but still act and navigate life with those views right and i think that's what it is is like they could be our brothers they could be our uncles they could be our grandma over there in florida i don't know you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want to point out is that you know 50 million people voted for that motherfucker and there yeah. weren't 50 million people at the Capitol. There were a couple thousand. So the rest of them were at home watching this shit. And some of them might be people you know. Yep. So I'm just putting you on watch of like, have them fuck around and find out. You know, we need to, we need to be this way because that's how they are, right? Yeah. Like, that's how white supremacy is, is like, it thrives on people being too afraid and not calling that shit out. Um, for what it is which is just racism compounded with like centuries of unchecked white comfort so disrupt white comfort wherever you see it even if it's your own so we're centering ourselves because we're we have this podcast right um but if i'm in a larger group discussion and there's people of color and visibly black people I'm not going to center my whiteness in any of that conversation because that that's not productive, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so let that be a lesson, right? <laughs> There's ways you can really actively think about being a white trader. <laughs> but, you know, again, I think after January 6th, a lot of us understood just how much work needs to be done um, and how far they'll go to, like, not accept reality. That, that was wild to me. <laughs> Media yeah. is really good at whitewashing people and, or brainwashing whitewashing because they really mm-hmm. thought they could change the outcome of that election that day. Mm-hmm. That was wild. <laughs> I mean, that's entitlement, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's like some other shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like that's... That's the confidence of a white man who's mediocre for real. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's I mean, what awesome. I think what scares me is that like these people out here, you know? And mm-hmm. and I probably am safe, right? Like because mm-hmm. of my white skin and how I look and where I'm at and you know, but other people are not so I don't you know it's it's yeah. it's one thing to think about this and to talk about it but the other thing is like is like these people are out here and they they hate people who don't look like them mm-hmm. to the point that they want to be violent and yeah. you know um so I think that that that's unsettling right hello yeah um and so even though we can feel hopeless right there's still Mm. when we think about it in those terms i guess right like how do you change that um again it 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 does start with us kind of more closely in your networks and stuff like that but also to think about too right like this is this does affect people right like even I know we were going to talk about I mean this is this is the other thing right like the mm-hmm. we were going to talk about this other news story that just happened of this oh, fucking yeah. pendeja in <laughs> New York that tackled this 14 year old black kid because she thought she thought or she assumed Mas Mas bien. that <laughs> he stole her phone and there was no reason for her to assume that and she basically attacked him violently attacked him I believe um I didn't watch the video but um Mm -hmm. basically attacked this kid right for no fucking reason 
And yeah, like, so, so for people on CNN or MSNBC or even all these news outlets to be like, words mean things and he should know that, like Trump should know that he's invoking violence is like, yeah, bitch, where have you been? <laughs> It's almost like where have um, you been? This is fucking old news. Yeah, yeah. It's also again, it didn't start with him. It's it's old news, and this is why we got people fucking tackling little fourteen year old black kids because they think they've internalized this idea that that's what a criminal looks like. Yep, yep. And worse, they act on that, and on top of that, they face little consequences, right? So that's, that's the super angering part. And it's like, this person's Puerto Rican, right? This, this young girl, um, I believe. Yes. She's a white, she's a white Latina of Puerto Rican descent and her lawyer's white, but has been pretending to be Latina for 10 years. (laughs) Um, (laughs) don't have the time to go into that. Or white and has been pretending to be Latina. (laughs) And Colombian and it's, it's a shit. If you want, if you want to just read the mess, we'll, I'll link the article um, by Tina Vasquez, who is just like pop journalist and covers some of the messiest things. Love her. Um, she's a friend. And um, yeah, thinking about just white presenting and, and white communities in general who, who really enact anti-Blackness through their actions this week has really been a reminder. And may I just say, Anyone who talks back to Gil King can have these hands. I'm ready. If I see her on site. This girl got problems. She was wearing a daddy hat, a hat that said daddy. (laughs) She doesn't have one. (laughs) I mean, what kind of lawyer lets their guilty ass client talk talk on national television? Talk. Talk. Lawyers are there to shut you up, I thought. Like, that's their whole job. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you know a lawyer, but like yeah, Nisha was like, "What the fuck was her lawyer thinking?" <laughs> it's like, what part of this was a good idea? Yeah, so I think we're laughing to keep from crying because this week has been really tough. And yeah, I mean, I just want to say, whatever way you can take care of yourself and stay f- centered, do that. Um, like I said, I threw myself into my dissertation and. That wasn't very much a consolation because my work, I was reading about algorithms today and how racism is rooted in anti-Blackness. And so it wasn't great, wonderful reading, but, um, you know, it was something else at least. So whatever, whatever gives you joy, go do that. And and I hope that um, your nervous system goes back to normal after this week. There's still a pandemic, right? Like, for a second, with all of this, you forgot fuckery. I forgot there was a pandemic, but then I was like, "Oh, I'm at home, working yet again." You know what? You know why I can't forget? <laughs> because these bitches are still catching flights, and I am. I mean, all those motherfuckers didn't have masks on. <laughs> um, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of people. <laughs> there's a pandemic. Yep. There's, LA is the epicenter of it, by the way. LA is the epicenter. There's hundreds of people dying every day in California. Like, mm-hmm. we're not okay. We're still in the dumpster fire. Yep. Thick, thick in the flames. I yeah. don't even think we'll ever get out. But so it looks like it's going to get a little worse before it gets better, right? Or at least in terms of Corona, that's what's been happening, at mm-hmm. least for us here in California. And so mm-hmm. being even extra more careful and yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's why I started with talking about self-care, right? Because those things, I mean, that's what we're about here and what we talk mm-hmm. about. But I think that that's what's been allowing me to feel a little bit yeah, more in control, um, mm-hmm. more in the driver's seat of my life instead of feeling like so, you know, on this. It's a roller coaster. It's a Absolutely. roller coaster. Yeah. Until and I meet homegirl Moderna or whatever the vaccine's called, I'm not leaving my house. 
that's my yeah. self-care. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. do what you got to do. Stay safe. <laughs> yes. Say no to drugs unless it's the Moderna vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> want to do the honors so now we're going to move on to our last topic okay. segment <laughs> <laughs> forget every time the walter mercado corner we got a walter mercado corner still oh, here thriving <laughs> What do you want to share with the children? Um, I want to talk about apps. I want to talk about one very special app that came out recently, but we'll get to that a little bit later. I first want to go over um, some of the other astrology apps that are out there in the market. So I'm going to name several. If there's more, let me know. I have about, I don't know about you, but I have a part of my phone that has astrology apps only. Um, let me see. How I have a couple. Are. <laughs> I have five. Okay, wow. Five? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're about to tell us which they are, which ones they are. Yes. So I have, uh, this is more of a hate download. I don't use it as much anymore because it's actually not very good, but CoStar. Okay. Um, it's Co not good? Not necessarily, no. A lot of astrologers have um, said that it's not good because its notifications can be triggering and kind of aggressive and mean. I agree with that. I think they're like clickbaity where they want you to click. And so uh -huh. they'll say mean things to you. Um, not, not, not just that, but like the way that they display your chart, they don't show you like the degrees or the houses. Yeah, That's really like not okay, especially we're trying to understand your chart more. Uh, right. So yeah, I, I don't think it's perfect by any means. And it was created by computers. Speaking of algorithms, it's actually an algorithm and the founders are not astrologers. They're just people that decided to, you know, use computer scientists to create an astrology app. Hell no. Let me delete this shit. <laughs> I still have it because it's the only place my partner filled out his birth info. Okay, uh, I'll keep it because I have all these friends there. Right. So I, I haven't been able to get rid of it, but that doesn't mean I check it all the time anyway. Um, then there's this one, I think, is really different. The pattern, which I'm sure a lot of people listening have. The pattern, it takes a different approach to astrology or your chart where it'll actually give you more of a text-based feed. It won't tell you like your actual placements. It won't tell you like, oh, you have Venus and Gemini. It'll just tell you, oh, your way of loving is playful and intellectual mm -hmm. um i really love the pattern because i think that's what's missing from other apps like a really extensive paragraph or two on how you are the way you are because of your placement so i actually really enjoy the pattern um it can get a little deep though i don't know what do you think do you have that one i had it i was just looking for it and i guess i deleted it at some point i know i had <laughs> yeah. it <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I deleted it. Um, maybe I just wasn't using it and I, I just deleted it, but I don't remember feeling any type of way about it. Well, let me read since you're not on it anymore. Let me read what it <laughs> says about us because this is really funny. Um, so on the pattern, what you can do is you can check. It's not so much about compatibility, but you can kind of see what your relationship is like with someone else on the app. So, Wait, is that the one that tells us that? Mm -hmm. I do have it. I just am logged out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so when I run the bond, right, it'll do this thing where it'll generate content around you and that other person. Our connection level is epic. So it says we have an epic bond. Yes. Life-changing. It says life-changing. And here it says... This dynamic between you and Jack is incredibly special. Oh, hmm. um, being in each other's lives is helping to align you both with your personal destinies. Mm -hmm. All right, cute. Mm -hmm. This is one of the most progressive and supportive connections two friends can have. 
Your souls are traveling in the same direction and you're activating each other's greatest potential. So wow. I know. That's I know. romantic. It's so beautiful. Sounds like we're going to be ghosts together. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to haunt bitches with you. <laughs> um, so the pattern is like, very cute. I think it's a great app to look at with like people you love, like people close to you and your partners, um, partners in crime. Okay, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you because yes. what kind of shit is this? I opened this pattern shit uh-huh. about what my pattern is, right? Yeah. And it said, like- your destiny is to find your own direction in life. Mm. What kind of bullshit is this? It says go deeper. You have to click, keep clicking, clicking to find out more. Okay, I won't go on and read. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I was just. <laughs> I love I that you triggered. weren't satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the pattern was great for me when I was starting to get more into astrology because it it gave me language to some of the placements I have. Right, like I always knew that my Sagittarius Moon made me very optimistic and independent and so seeing that made it easier to understand Uh but yeah the pattern is okay I would say I wouldn't use it for all my astrology needs but yeah if you were wondering what I think of the pattern there you go and then I don't know if you have this one do you have sanctuary no I have no idea what that is so it looks like I don't think you can see that I'm trying to show Jack on zoom but this is failing miserably no. Um, <laughs> so what I love about Sanctuary is that they actually have the whole chart and they allow you to click through the planets on your chart in the different houses. So Ooh. it's interactive. Um, nice. And I like that because I think that's what people need when they're learning. So it'll show you the whole chart and then you can click on different parts of the circle and find out about not just your planets, but the houses are in. So there's three layers to a bird chart. There's the signs that it, the, this, this chart is in, um, the different houses and the different planets. So it just helps you get deeper into your shit. And it also does like a daily tarot card, daily horoscope thing, which I find Ooh. really funny. Um, sometimes I'll do the daily horoscope and <laughs> it's cute. Oh, I, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> but I think the sanctuary is good for me when I'm trying to remember like, Oh, what's my fifth house in again? Like something like that, you know, um, it's good as a supplement again, not my one-stop shop. Let's see what else, what else I'm trying to see what else is in here. I think I have other ones that are more like for generating birth charts. So I have Astrolab, which is just make a birth chart generator. Yeah, I use that all the time because people are always asking me to do their chart reading. Um, I recently did my mom's and my brother-in-law's and found out that my brother-in-law, my sister, my other sister, and my mom all have a water moon sign. They have like earth suns or, you know, fire suns, like fire and water don't go well together. Um, Yeah, like my brother-in-law's is Aries sun and, and... uh, when I read his chart, he was like, wow, this explains a lot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fire suns with water moons are definitely very, very dangerous. <laughs> so nothing, no new information for him. Right, um, right. The last app I want to talk about is the Chani app, yes. which just came out. Um, what do you think, French? I like it. I downloaded it right away. I was so excited. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we know, you know, we write hard for Chani. Chani, she Chani. is her name. Say it right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we write hard for Chani. So I was, I mean, me, all my friends downloaded it, you know. Um, Anisha yes. and I were, I think, together. Or we were talking about it as soon as it came out. And downloaded it and read through it and like uh-huh. I listened to there's something in there that I listened to. The podcast. Um, I really like it. I really like it. It maps your chart. Mm-hmm. Um it also tells you like every sign and what house you have it in and what that means. So I think it's like the mm-hmm. most like in-depth, I think, one that I've seen so far that 
it feels like I think Costar does that, but it feels kind of generic y. Yeah. Whereas this one yeah, feels it's like it, yeah, this feels like it's actually like mm-hmm. it's a it goes a little deeper, I think. And then, you know, um she also if you pay for her premium um subscription, then there's access to meditations based on Mm-hmm. you know the astrology and you can go deeper into all those things but I'll let you talk, talk about it yeah I mean I was just gonna say some things that um will add to what you said which is that um if you have her book so if you have her book mm-hmm. um you are made for this which came out last year um when you go to the chart section essentially you're reading what's in the book for th- those placements right so you're reading like if if your moon's in cancer you would read what she would say in the book for moon cancer, but it's all in one place. Like it's all mm-hmm. in the app. It's really easy to follow. Um, she also does like a podcast for the week ahead, which I find really cool. That's actually my favorite part of the whole app. Yeah. Because yeah. I need help like figuring out. But she does it for your rising sign or for your sun sign? So there's two types of uh, audio materials, right? So there's the kind of transit based so there's one for the week ahead where she'll just tell you what astrology is happening in the week ahead she also has a separate reading for your rising sign when you pay for the premium um and then you can also listen to like guided meditations and um there's also a body scan meditation that's really good so tons of audio which i appreciate because i like to hear her voice and i think hearing her speak about these things is a lot easier for me to understand Mm-hmm. Um, I also really love the little like summary horoscope for the week on the first page. Um, the chart stuff is good. I would say like, like I was telling you, you know, it has a journaling component as well. So a lot of these apps, I know that the pattern allows you to write in your responses, kind of like a journal. But what I appreciate about Chani's is that she has a new prompt every time a big shift happens, like a full moon. Mm. Um, and these questions change. So she really forces you to journal around themes that the moon is bringing or that are being brought on. So if it's in cancer, she'll probably ask you about like your home and your home life. Like, how is it going? Um, which I did for the last time. Um, so if you're going to use all these features, I think that they can be really helpful if you're somebody who is new to astrology and wants to learn more, I feel like the Chani app is pretty beginner friendly. Um, the transits section is more complicated. So if you're intimidated by astrology, maybe don't do that part first. <laughs> um, but she's really, I think, accessible. And by the yeah. book as a companion, right? I think the book is another way to also learn at your own pace. So mm-hmm. Um, I, I love it. I also pay the premium subscription. Um, I don't know how long I'll be able to sustain that, but I did want to try it and it's been really good so far. If, if only, if I stop paying, it's only because I'm not at that tax bracket yet. (laughs) I mean, it's 1199 a month, right? So yeah, you know, it's another priorities. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of for, for that. It's like, uh, it's pretty up there. But I think you're getting a lot. And and that's what I, I think so. Bottom line, you're getting a lot more than these other apps, honestly. Um, you're getting personal content like that rising reading is super important. Um, I can't stress enough how important your rising sign is. Like knowing your rising sign really well is knowing your motivation for life and how you live it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I'll give you this from my reading on the app. I learned that being a Virgo rising means that I'm obsessed with sharing information in a useful and practical way. Oh, I could have told you that. Yeah, but you know, I had to pay (laughs) (laughs) $11.99. So having Mercury as my, you know, rising uh, ruling planet, having Mercury, I know Anisha has this too. And Anisha and I are similar in that we like information in very practical ways. We don't like things complicated. We just like straightforward, helpful stuff. Um, and again, that's something that I was reminded of through this app. I was like, oh, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense with how I approach my writing. I am an underwriter, not an overwriter. 
Um, I'm very concise, usually. Um, I like words to have purpose and I like them to be few and far between. <laughs> so <laughs> it's cool to learn more. It's honestly my, my new favorite app. I will say that out of all of the ones I have, that's the one I, I access the most often. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my astrology app review. Part awesome. one, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. You're welcome. I hope you all have a beautiful weekend and take care we'll see you on the next one yeah (laughs) wash your hands please wash your hands wear a mask wear a mask wash your hands talk to your white tios (laughs) take care talk to your venezuelan tios too (laughs) Bye. bye